the 13th chapter of Genesis. Avram traveled up from Egypt, he and his wife and all that was his, and Lot with him, to the Negev. And Avram was exceedingly heavy laden with livestock, with silver and with gold. He went on his journeyings from the Negev as far as Beit El, as far as the place where his tent had been at the first, between Bethel and Ai, to the place of the slaughter site that he had made there at the beginning. There Avram called out the name of Yahweh. Now also Lot, who had gone with Avram, had sheep and oxen and tents, and the land could not support them to settle together, for their property was so great that they were not able to settle together. So there was a quarrel between the herdsmen of Avram's livestock and the herdsmen of Lot's livestock. Now the Canaanite and the Perizzite were then settled in the land. Avram said to Lot, Pray let there be no quarreling between me and you, between my herdsmen and your herdsmen, for we are brother men. Is not all the land before you? Play part from me. If I to the left, if to the left, then I to the right, if to the right, then I to the left. Lot lifted up his eyes and saw all the plain of the Jordan. How well watered was it all before God brought ruin on Saram and Amorah. Like Yahweh's garden, like the land of Egypt, as you come toward Soar. So, Lot chose for himself all the plain of the Jordan. Lot journeyed eastward, and they parted, each man from the other. Avram settled in the land of Canaan, while Lot settled in the cities of the plain, pitching his tent near Sodom. Now the men of Sodom were exceedingly wicked and sinful before Yahweh. And Yahweh said to Avram, after Lot had parted from him, Pray, lift up your eyes and see the place where you are, to the north, to the Negev, to the east, to the sea. Indeed, all the land that you see, I give it to you and to your seed for all ages. I will make your seed like the dust of the ground, so that if a man were able to measure the dust of the ground, so too could your seed be measured. Up, walk about through the land in its length and its breadth, for I give it to you. Avram moved his tent and came and settled by the oaks of Mamre, which are by Hebron. And there he built a slaughter site to Yahweh. Genesis chapter 13 Immigrants Claims After repeated exile stories, here's an immigrant tale. Avram, Sarai, and Lot migrate from Egypt up through the Negev and arrive at Bethel. There, Avram and Lot split up. An etiological legend of how 
one set of cousins ends up in the East Plain and Transjordan and the other set in hill countries. Take a moment to find us on your map. We'll visit this turf repeatedly before this book is over. This occupation is less warlike than the Joshua version to follow. It's based on a choice not to overburden the land, let alone displace the people already in the land. Lot's peoples are judged, while Avram receives a development of chapter 12's promise, land added to the offspring blessings, settling by Mamre in Hebron. For the past two weeks of creation myths, the universal assertions of common humanity, we have moved on now, zoomed in from the universal to the distinctive, to legends, sagas, and epic stories about particular peoples in recognizable geographic regions. Etiological legends are stories that explain how a place or a people got its name. And we're into such old folk stories now. Did we come here to our promised land, out of Egypt, or down from Iraq and Iran? Yes, both. These stories bind a people gathered from many places in several waves over centuries into one people with a common story. Could you see how Canadians are retelling our story in this century differently than we did in the last one, or in the 19th or 18th centuries, facing revolution to the south, or civil war to the south? How did 20th century immigration change us? And how do we retell our story to include Asian and African immigration, let alone indigenous people in the land? You might have a clue to the narrative if you knew Genesis a bit.